breaking down the game that was. This is the Six Rings Post Game Show. Here's Fitzy and Hart on WEEI. A summer party on the South Shore. Wine and laughter and a little bit more. From a pretty girl next to me out of the blue. That fuzzy feeling you have, Foxborough faithful, isn't just the gummy kicking in. That's the Patriots winning, a familiar feeling that you hadn't reconnected with in a long, long time. And dare I say, it feels pretty good. I can guarantee or promise no more wins the remainder of the season. Hell, even earlier this week on the podcast, we were trying to figure out who the guaranteed dub was, where the Patriots would find any wins, and did you even want to see them pick, rack, or stack any more dubs up this season? Because so many people want a new quarterback. They want high draft picks. They want change in Foxborough. And on this particular day, your coach returns to form. Your quarterback balls out, gets his signature NFL comeback win against a good team, no less. And the Patriots are victorious once again, Andy. Was there a rip in his new silver pants? You can say ball balls out. Well. All right, we'll be audition- No, you can't, we'll, Fitzy. You we'll, cannot say that. Wait, no, I said Mac Jones balled out. So a baller who produces. He balls out. Okay. Yes, it was in, like, present. Is it absolutely cannot say that. Well, it was a comeback win. All right, we'll be auditioning new co-hosts for the Six Rings podcast and post-game show starting at 6 o'clock. Uh, just please call in. When you call, uh, uh, Joe Braverman will pick up the call. Please outline maybe three reasons why you would make a good replacement for Andy, myself, maybe the entire show. Let's go to the phones and celebrate with Pat's Nation, shall we? Down in Orlando, Florida, we begin. Pat's Nation extends wherever good Patriots people are. Adam is on the line. Welcome to the Six Rings Post Game Show. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hey, you know what? For a Super. change, pretty darn well. That's yeah, this was a pretty good week. I mean, wow, what what a win that was. And it kind of felt like opposite day in that first half. I mean, yep. it's the Bills that were doing all the stupid things. Mm-hmm. Like they started off with the interception on their first play. They yep. had the guard offside. Like, that's got to be one of the hardest things. And then they missed the kick going into the half. I mean, it's darn near the script for Patriots football, Adam. Yeah, Patriots. Exactly. If you had told me that was going on. I would have assumed it was the Patriots if he didn't tell me the team. So, yeah, I think Mac really at least earned himself another chance and gave himself to the end of the year to kind of prove himself, and then we'll see what happens there. What do you guys think? Adam, I'd like to ask you, I want to get, the, I want to get an opinion on this from every Patriots fan we connect with tonight on the Six Rings postgame show. Do you believe that even though it is but a win and your Patriots now sit at 2-5, and five, the million-dollar question is, is this who the Patriots always should have been, and are they capable of winning more games than losing the remainder of the way? Well, that's a great question. Uh, um, I try to only ask good ones. Say I'd, <laughs> say I'd say... That was that, on the air, Andy. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> if you... 
this kind of shows how if you use the young guys like Pop Douglas, uh, apparently Farrell Brown's an all-pro. Oh. Um, but even with Kendrick Bourne, you use your explosive team members, you get explosive things to happen, and you get big plays, and you get big wins. Right. And when you don't turn the ball over and you don't make mistakes, good things happen. Thank you very much, Adam. That yes. is true. That yes. is true. Again, now, I've they been did turn the ball mostly over. knowledge and good opinions they so far They gave the today. Bills the game until they took it back. I mean, Kendrick Bourne turned the ball over yes. in the 30 It was a, a late turn. That, like I said, they found a way to almost pats it up, but yet but is this a came step? in and fixed it. Yeah, I think You learn to play a little better. So they cleaned up the don't dig a hole early. Let's start fast and actually play from in front. Okay, check that off. Maybe we go to the no turnovers later. Like, baby steps. Now, I think they they have a lot to prove. What are you doing over there? You're confusing. Communicating, me. making sure what you said earlier was dumped out, so only people listening on the Odyssey what? app were dumped don't say it again. If you have a gummy, as you were saying, sir, they started the process of cleaning up the various issues they've had that yes. have led to losses, correct? And their gummy didn't kick in. They kicked the butt of the Bills. Now, I think the Bills were also, as the caller noted, sort of like willing victims today. I, I, there's going to be questions in Buffalo, right? If you're doing the Bills postgame show right now, mm-hmm. lots of questions. Oh, our pals right now, uh who were nice enough to join us this week, Sal Capasio and Mike Bove from It's Always Game Day in Buffalo. I wish we could hop back on with them tonight or tomorrow. Buffalo right now must be flat out enraged because they thought this was a guaranteed dub. This is part of what I was talking about arriving and walking in today, Andy. Pat's fans had turned, Pat's nation had turned into resignation, if you will. It was like, well, we're just going to be here to have, we're supporting the team. You know, we're cooking outdoors. It's a beautiful fall day. How bad can this be? Bills fans, oh, they had already won the game, Andy. They were blowing their horns, playing shout, drinking their lousy Canadian import Pilsners and everything else, doing those Buffalo Bills things. They were walking in like they owned the stadium. The cheer for Josh Allen and the Bills was as loud as it was for the Patriots when they entered the stadium. Like this almost felt in parts at times like a Bills home game. And then the Patriots came out and reminded everybody that on any given Sunday, but especially, most especially this great weekend, this particular day, they were as good, up to the challenge, and ultimately the better of the two teams. And did you see uh, our friends over at uh, the Patriots' Twitter account are uh, having a little fun again, as they didn't used to do? No, but they haven't had a lot, that kind of fun are. in a long time. Uh, so they posted a game preview picks Graphic from Buffalo that had uh, 10 people all picking the Bills, Ooh. including Daniel Jeremiah, Eric Edholm, I'll various... your sticks. And it uh, would just the, sure about that, question mark? Ooh. I, you know what? Fun. I got to say, honestly, I do enjoy, without being too obnoxious about it, I enjoy when receipts are kept sometimes. Oh, me too. Didn't they do this? Which game was the other one we talked about? It must have been the Jets game, because I'm sure they weren't talking crap in any of the other losses. Well, so I mean, but I'm again, guessing beating the, Jets, the Jets, Zach Wilson has improved. I know Robert Sala, oh, we've embarrassed every quarterback we've played. All right, easy guy. Easy now. Mac Jones does a fine job embarrassing himself. I'll yeah, thank you very much. We're perfectly capable of embarrassing ourselves. We don't ourselves. need you. Thank you very much. No, yeah, there but, it is. Oh, look, there it is. Sure about that? Well, look at the Patriots, actually. Good job at Patriots. I, I I was getting a little worried. And good that you luck guys in the unemployment line tomorrow. Who's ever running the account? What are you Bill talking about? That? They should get. I I want you to get a raise. And if they get canned, you can join me and Andy here on oh, the yeah. Sixers. You can join show. the the podcast. The whole family. We're going places. We need a social media expert here at WEE. We actually we would, do. We would gladly. No offense, have you. Terp, but. <laughs> 
Why, just lobbing what? grenades in the direction of uh, everybody. Bill was asking Can for things please? to be lobbed. He wanted a softball. Go, I lobbed I'm a grenade. Go back to the grown-ups on the Let's phone. Let's go. Now. Home. Soon. No, we're here with you till 7.30, at which point we pick up Westwood One's I'm coverage of here. what should be an excellent sniff. A very good Sunday night football game. The Miami Dolphins in Philadelphia to take on the Eagles wearing those sweet, sweet, oh, sweet, yeah. sexy silver and Kelly green throwbacks. Also a great game, by the way. That's what it just said. Right. Jesus, like the uniforms are getting more play than the fact that those are two of the best teams in football with two of the best offenses in football. Are you sure you should be allowed caffeine? Yes. It's productive. David in the car. hopped up a Mountain Dew. Oh, my God. (laughs) And I'll come at you like a spider monkey. David in the car. What's up, buddy? Hey, guys. How you doing? Thank you for taking the call. Of course. I mean, this is a perfect example. Anything can happen any given Sunday. You know, I know it's a cliche, so to speak, but it it is true. Now, the one thing I want to say, including myself, because I'm still on Mac Island, but I've criticized him enough. But I think the Wingham fans owe him an apology. Now, I was at the game. And I saw those people with the bags over their heads Thank saying Mac sucks, right? Yeah. Shame and on and them. I asked one of them, I actually asked one of them, I said, what are you having for dinner? And they just looked at me. I'm like, well, you should eat the bag you had over your head because that's what you deserve for dinner tonight. Oh! Because the kid played his ass. The kid played his ass off, okay? If the team finally put something together where he could actually succeed, you don't become a number one draft quarterback in the NFL. You don't become a professional quarterback unless you're good enough. So, for all those people that have been saying this kid stinks, that he's not good enough, eat your words, and the season's not over yet, I think they're going to win a lot more. This is what they needed, and they needed this against a good team because that's what motivates you. That's what gets you fired up is against a good team, not a crappy team like Vegas. Yeah, and David, you know what the thing is? They showed the resolve, the gumption, the effort, and enough proper technique. There was the late born fumble but they didn't turn the ball over. Fewer penalties, only one sack of Mac, even with a more banged-up offensive line than we'd seen in weeks, if you could possibly even have a more we're, incongruous we're offensive line. You're but right. they, they didn't shoot themselves in the foot today. And it makes you think, like, the humps no, they, they couldn't clear in games one and two against Philadelphia and Miami at home, now they break through. So, again, I'll ask you, like I will, everybody who calls into six rings today, do you think this team is capable of playing better? Is this the team that we should expect to show up and not the team from the first six games? I think so. I, I think this is, you know, Bill O'Brien needs a little bit of time, I think, to get back into the groove, so to speak, okay? You know, when you're away for a while, it, it takes a while to get back into you. Know, it's just like when you leave a company and you go back to it. You're not the same right away. It takes a while to get there. Uh, and, and this is what it is. I, I think they are capable of winning a few more games, and I think they're going to win some games that they're going to be the underdogs. I like when they're the underdogs because that, to me, is what fires you up. That's what gets you going. You're, when you're an underdog, you get fired up. You really do. And, and I think this team is capable of nine wins still. Ah, about that, David, I will allow you to exit on Bold Take Island. Excuse me? Nine and eight, says David in the car. So, so, so they're two and five, right? Yeah, that so was mean. ten games left? Yeah. So he has them going seven and three over the final ten. How to about get to that? Nine. How about that? You willing to jump on that train? No. <laughs> But that's David. That's and not um, that's for David. W- wait a minute. I-, I need to bring some balance. And I know people go, "Hey Andy, stick your balance up your ass and go back to Dartmouth." Why can't you say up your rear? Everything rear, is sorry. so descriptive but, and um, borderline profane. Today. You in- were included. A can of cocaine, my God. You <laughs> were included down. in the group that less than two days ago mm-hmm. was saying, "Where are the wins you circled?" I don't know. I told okay. you. Okay. 
So we went from that to seven and three over the final ten. That's David, not me. Okay, I'm just. I'm I, I want to bring to a little balance to the discussion. Of course, but do my, they look like a better team? Yes. Does Mac not look broken anymore? Yes. Absolutely, all of that. And, and I, we'll again, see. How did it happen? With seriously, if this has anything to do with like Matt Light, Lonnie Paxton, Dan Copen, all these dudes showing up for Dante Scarnecchia, if there was some sort of magic spell. There's some sort of energy, ethereal force that was in play today that made these guys play their best game of the year vis-a-vis this battered, banged-up, bruised, often criticized, much maligned offensive line. Then we're going to need Cope and Light and Scar and everyone to show up each and every home game because they played very well. Well, But also, again, very simply, I think we've all said, get Mike Onwenu to right tackle. He's your best option at right tackle. The other guys suck. They're not good enough. They did it. They got Cole Strange, who's supposed to be one of their best linemen, back at left guard. Mm-hmm. And I think we all said if you get Brown, Strange, Andrews on Wenu, now figure out that other spot with your young guys, whoever right. it is. So, Mafi, put ever, whoever in there. Right. And you and got a chance to see that. Yeah. And I now it's also an interesting day where the Bills were without Ed Oliver, who Bill just the other day was like one of the best players we'll face, but they still have He's pretty darn good. the rushers. Mm-hmm. They still came in with 24 sacks, and, and, and your guy Rousseau, Von Miller's working his way back into shape, They're like various things. But I think some of it is as simple as whatever their best is might actually have been on the field today. And that's a first start as mm-hmm. opposed to Verdarian low or move. They, they had five lineups in six games. Yeah, there's no – you can't no, – Not really strange. You lose and don't no. play well. Offensive line continuity, it's as simple as that. Winning these games, these very physical games in the trenches, contested, heated division rivalry games. Sometimes it's as simple as may the best team with the biggest badasses in the trench win the game. And there it was. Yeah. One more call before we catch you guys up on everything else trending in the wide world of sports and pay some bills. Punto is calling from Fort Lauderdale. Punto, were you at the Village Pump today? Excuse me. <laughs> I wasn't, guys, but I was drinking uh, in my condo since 11 o'clock, if that counts. <laughs> Yo, it counts. It sounds like it counts. <laughs> the Village Pump is one of the best Listen, Pats bars in the country. The, the um... The Six Ring Show is great. I'm really happy to listen to you guys. You guys have been doing a great job. Thank so you, I want to let you know that off the top. It's a great point. Listen, I'm very happy with the performance today, and I do not want the team to sell off all their parts before the trade deadline. I mean, there's still a lot of the season to go. There are still some players that potentially have the ability to be on this team moving forward. And I think, to answer your question, Fitzy, that we can win more games than lose before the season is over. And you don't want to see these guys sell off these parts. You'd rather they hold on to their players, make a season of it, reevaluate, and then likely with Bill Belichick at the helm for the rebuild, if you will, you don't tank for Kate. You don't, you don't deep six for Drake or crash for Caleb, et cetera. So I appreciate what you're saying. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, we've got a hundred million bucks next year. You know, yeah. I mean, it's, we're going to scrap everything right now. I, you know, we, we were ready to after success, the first six games, you know? Punto. You know, uh, I know. Look, the, I can handle losing games competitively. Losing games like you know the New Orleans game and the, the Dallas, Dallas game, game is heartbreaking. You know, exactly. but I mean, you know, we've we won six Super Bowls and we could have won more, and we should have won more games already this year. We can win more games going forward. 
I love it. You were entertained right there. Thank you for the call, Punto. And yes, Andy, once again, the Village Pump in Fort Lauderdale is one of the best Patriots bars in the country. Great place to hang out, especially if you're making your way. Any Patriots fans going down to Miami next week or if you were thinking about going, but now you're going to go because you want that good weather. You'd like it not to rain on a Saturday because it does every week. Blah, blah, blah. Rain's sure here every there. Saturday, yeah. I'm used to it. it does. I know. I'd rather it's... it rain in Florida, right? At least if I'm in Florida, it's warm. Right, yes. I, I just can't tell you how many good things you've brought to the table today. <laughs> Maybe for just a day or two, maybe not even the whole week, but you do have a Victory Sunday. We're going to have a Patriots Monday that's an actual Victory Monday here at WEEI. The first of the year, really. Yeah. Because the Jets. Again, that Jets game was when a win feels like a loss. An after-school special brought to you by Patriots Monday at WEEI. This is an actual, honest-to-goodness Patriots victory. Go ahead and get loop Sunday, followed by hangover, maybe have a hair of the dog early and enjoy Patriots Monday type of celebration. And if you feel like being your normal or previous insufferable selves where you just kind of put your chest, not just you, Andy, no, I'm talking to the audience at oh. large, the royal you, everyone within the sound of our voices. Yes, I understand. I just got a text from a producer here at the radio station saying, good job babysitting Andy on the program. Oh, today. shut up, Coop. <laughs> you know what? Go ahead. Puff your chest out. Put your plume out. Have fun today. You deserve it, Pats fans. Yes. Coop, little do you know that I'm babysitting both of them. Yes. That's what, true, what too. What have I done? What have you not done? Um, let's see. I haven't written anything for the website today. Um, so get your ass in to, gear. I, you know, I, I'm writing for I another radio story, station. I'm posting a video. I was busy giving away JetBlue hey, tickets at the stadium. What's bigger than a Patriots win? Uh, actually, the ratings at that station, but I digress. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven is the telephone number. Back Six to Rings the... podcast is kicking ass. Oh, here we go. Here's my guy, ladies and gentlemen, the greatest, the performance artist that is Patriots number one fan of Rhode Island, Paul in Rhode Island. Hello, Paul. Hi guys. How are you? How are you? Tremendous. We got a win at home. We did. Isn't that wonderful? Wow, that's amazing. You know those white envelopes for the next man up must have came through. In the locker room. Wow. That's amazing. But you know what? I'll take it because I was proven wrong in the beginning. Remember, Andy, I called you a few weeks ago? Yep. Did they need a drive? A drive would be an extra bonus? I don't know. Maybe. But most of all, we beat the Buffalo Bills. They play comfortable. Dallas plays comfortable. Eagles play comfortable. And there's a few other teams that play comfortable because they've got no competition in the division. Nothing. All they got is Miami. Miami's going to lose tonight, guaranteed, only because there's going to be a separation between Buffalo uh, uh, Eagles and the Cowboys. Andy, I'm going to ask you a personal question. Uh-oh. Here you we ready? Go. Yep. There's 10 games left. Do you think the Patriots are going to go 7-10 and 10 and make a wild card? Because I think in the NFL, NFC, AFC, there's going to be a lot of 10 and 7 teams. What do you think? Uh, thanks for the call, Paulie. Thank you, Paul. Uh, um, appreciate it. Well, he didn't get Paul, Is Paul still there? He is. He asked me what yeah, I think. I'm still here. Okay, good. Well, Go but 
Look, we'll get your thought in a second, Andy. Hold tight. But, Paul, while we have you on the phone, like I said, everyone on Six Rings today has to answer Uncle Fitzy's question of the day. Number one which show is, in New England. That's true. That's true. You have to answer the Uncle Fitzy's special question of the day, which is, do you think that the Patriots got this win today, a big win, Mac's first major comeback against the Bills at home? Do you think now they are capable of riding the ship and winning more games than they lose the remainder of the season? Paul in Rhode Island. Paul! Yes, I'm here. <laughs> Did you want to Paul, answer the I had question? A que- the question was directed at you, sir. Paul. Thanks for the call, Paul. Okay, Paul. Thanks very much. I'm what happened? Go- <laughs> he, was, he was on one of his usual tears and then just... You derailed him. No, he asked you a question. You took him I off had- script. Oh. He was is going. He, is no, he, I'm just kidding. He he I, think, okay. I think Paul, I love him. I love him too. Now, did he ask me if they were going to win seven games or ten? Was it seven or ten, Joe? Do you remember? I think he said, can we go, is there a chance the Pats go seven and ten? And I then think he, he meant seven or ten. Like, well, yeah, because then he said, the I think card. there'll be a lot of ten and seven teams. Because he was pointing well, if you're out seven that seven and ten and there's a lot of ten and seven I teams, I think what it does Paul no was getting to was that ten and seven is going to be the bit like, that's going to be the record of a lot of these teams in the, uh, Not the NFC. But in the AFC, prior to kickoff this weekend, Andy, there were only three teams with losing records in the AFC. One of them was the Patriots. Spoiler alert, they still have a losing record, and they probably will for the next several weeks. Well, they're they guaranteed for a couple weeks. Yeah, well into November. However, uh, you know, it's going to take a pretty good record in the AFC to make it into the playoffs. Look at teams that the Patriots are going to have to play the rest of the way too, like Indianapolis, who we thought very well had just sailed off into the gently into that good night as Anthony Richardson went down. They put up a 38 spot today against the Cleveland Browns at home. Now they lost 41 38 because Cleveland's a darn good team, but they got the best of that vaunted Cleveland Browns defense. Say, Cleveland had the best defense in football by far. 200 yards per game on guy. average. And then my guy, Gardner Minshew, went off today. After he was awful a week ago. But that's a lot of... And that gets me back to Mac. To me, that's what... There are quarterbacks... We had the caller earlier. Who was that? David talked about how good you have to be to be in the NFL. And I agree with that. I always say, if you made the NFL, you're the best that came out of your town, your region, your high school, your area, whatever. But that's an accomplishment in the past. Now we judge you on the present, what you do in the NFL. And one game... For Mac Jones, isn't good enough to say he's back, he's great, he's this. No, it's one game. Right. Now show me again. Now go. Now show go, me again. Go do that against another good team, especially next week. You want to talk about litmus test, measuring stick, barometer, if you will, all that. Next week in Miami, a house of horrors for the Patriots against a quarterback Bill Belichick has never beat. The Wunderkin young wizard coach in Mike McDaniel, the weaponry that they put on display. Go down there. Ball out again, yeah. beat the Dolphins, then we can sit down at the table and have a serious conversation. Well, then you'll still be three and five. Like, yeah, but then you'll have just beat two division teams. But two, two isn't enough. Playoffs. It's a line, yes, but it's not a series. But then I feel better about them beating the Washington football For example, team and then traveling to Germany at Woldenstadt. A lot of Patriots fans feel very comfortable talking about how bad Josh Allen is, how overrated Josh Allen is, how he's this, who, he's that. Who would ever say Josh Allen's overrated? Most of your people. What? Yeah, most of your people. The man is an absolute stud. And that's my point. He has been good for, what, four years now, basically? Yeah. Okay, so four years, Josh Allen's overrated. One game, and Mac Jones is back. And if he puts two together, he's great. Get the hell out of here. It's about consistency in the National Football League. And that actually is the problem, in my opinion, with modern football to some degree. There's not enough consistently good quarterbacks anymore. 
or consistently good teams, efforts, games. Which offensive lines, too. Correct. Not right. enough. Who knew in America there's not enough fat people to go around? <laughs> like, what are we doing? <laughs> Aren't we a very fat society? We are. How can we not find they enough need fat to be, people? They need to be agile, able, mobile. Yeah, but you have a big pot to tell from. Okay. All right, Joe in the car. Hello, Joe. Hey, guys. What a win. Pats are back. The road to 15th Street started today. But, Fitz, I have a question for you. Yes, sir. How does everyone always win that Jeff Blue question thing you do during the game? Isn't that uncanny how everyone always wins? It's fixed, you goof. It's crazy, man. What are you it's talking crazy. about, Andy? We have the smart. We were just talking about the fact we have the smartest fan base in the world. Pat's fixed. Nation is the most intelligent fan base of all time. They get. I'm just blessed to have so many smart people as my fan testants on the Jet Blue trivia, Joe. Are you still there, Joe? <laughs> Or are you too busy laughing at my response? All right, Joe, thanks very much. You have a way with callers today of leaving them speechless. I really do. That's two in a row. Again, Coop, babysitting. What can I say? Good Lord. What can I say? It's just my thing. All right, here we go. Matt is up in Walpole. Matt, how are you? Welcome to the postgame show. What's going on, Fitzy? I promise I'll hold on for the entire call. Thank you. Um, I, uh, I was talking on Thursday about how I... Honest to God, I didn't think that the offense has really looked good since 2018. And I was thinking about it. And if you don't, this is going to sound negative. I'm very happy that they won. But I think that this might actually be the first good quarterback that wasn't Lamar Jackson in a monsoon or Josh Allen in a tornado that we've beaten since Mahomes in 18. And it just, it feels nice. I could be wrong. I didn't actually look that up, but that's... (laughs) That's well, what it feels like. That's what we do around listen, here, so run with it. Yeah, Matt, listen, you know, yeah, that's right. s- stats, facts, truth, and research, hey. please don't bring any of that to a good post-game show, okay? Number two, you're <laughs> right. They have not beat a good quarterback in a long time. One of the main criticisms of 2021, when some say they bought their way with their uncharacteristically aggressive spending spree back into relevance in the playoffs, was that they really didn't beat any good quarterbacks along the way. They feasted on the young exactly. and the feeble. And then, of course, they got to the playoffs and got their doors blown off by these very same Bills. Last year, no lies detected, no good quarterbacks beaten as well. So not only is this Mac's first big-time comeback in the NFL, it is his signature win, and it is the best quarterback they've beaten in a long time since the wind-addled game where Mother Nature had to play a factor as the 12th man for the Patriots in Buffalo two years ago. Oh yeah, it just you know what it feels it feels good to do it on your own. And then I guess if I hope I can answer your uh, your question of the day as well yes, sir. as to whether or not they can uh, string them together. I I don't know I don't know <laughs> because you Fair know enough. and I'll explain why. It's it's because it's because when they got blown out, you would think that based on history that the Patriots would come back and wake up, and this is when you just get one right. Well, they didn't do that. So I, in the past, you know, you put something like this on, they go out and they, they'll string them together. I, I don't know. And I really hope it does happen. I think they can do it, but you got to execute. And that seems to be an issue this season. Yeah, it does. Consistency will be key going forward. Matt, thank you very much for the call. It's a good point, Andy. Not only is this the signature comeback, Mac Jones drive and win, their first, only their second win on the season, their first win at home this season. As yes. Well. First Robert Kraft, at, let's go. First win at home since they beat Skylar Thompson back on this New one's Year's better. Day. This one is a little bit this better. There's no, um, like, asterisks, caveats, Mm-mm. explanations. Mm-hmm. There's, Disclaimers. there's nothing. Nothing. It's a good, old-fashioned home win against a good opponent. 
Biggest underdog since 2001. You beat Josh Allen. He played. Steph Diggs played. I don't want to hear any ifs, ends, and buts. This is Victory Monday, realistic. No morals, no excuses, no nothing. Now, do no it morals? Again. We don't have no morals the rest of the show. No moral victories. Oh, no moral victories. Okay. I was going to say, I didn't think the morals were exactly. This is, this is big boy win. Yeah. Now do it again. This is definitely a big boy win. Uh, 401 texter. The text line is having a day and a half over here. Fitzy, don't ask drunk callers questions. Seriously. That's all the fun of the post-game show. Of Not course. when they don't answer. It's only fun if you get them to answer. Well, like our friend you down left in Fort stunned. Like when Punto said he'd been, he'd been on the sauce since 11 a.m. Good but for him. Good. Your best life doesn't live itself. Paul had stage fright. No, he does not. Trust me. But he did there. He just he's you know he's he's intermittently great. That's the thing. You have to like so he's when you're working when you're working with performance <laughs> artists and beat poets who happen to call in and and, and like engaging on sports radio. That's that's what you're going to get. Uh, quick seven, one. Seven, we are four, missing a shootout in uh, the Kansas City uh, L A Chargers game. Seventeen seventeen in the second quarter. Excellent. That's great background visual fodder and white noise for people to watch while they tune into the Six Rings post game show right here. On Boston Sports Original, 93.7 FM, WEI. If you have missed any of the show to this moment, I feel sorry for you, quite honestly. However, I don't. You, can, uh, <laughs> you lucked out. You just, you had a chance to just let me get to the promotional material and handle this in a mildly professional manner. No, we're not professionals. Okay. Amateurs. Well, if an okay, amateur. If you get paid to do something, by definition, that technically makes you a professional because amateurs do not get paid. Some do. Don't college athletes get paid now? Aren't they amateurs? Okay. I just... I got to pee. I, 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 and now you're going to the bathroom. We have four minutes left until we go to break. And now you're going... Because you give promos mid-break sometimes to remind people that they can subscribe to the podcast. They can also download the Odyssey app and listen live or catch up on anything that they've missed. And, of course, you can listen at WEI.com. But I would recommend they subscribe to the Six Rings Post Game and Six Rings Me Podcast. Too. Thank you. It's a great podcast. There we go. We actually had a a brief moment, a respite of professionalism here on the program. Now let's get back to being us. To the 774. Uh, to the 774. I can't stand you. You, you wanted the, this point made so badly, I think you texted it at least twice, if not three times. I can't stand all the fair weather fans. Yesterday, everyone was saying, Pats suck, Max stinks, and Mac and Bill need to go. 12 hours later, we're going to make the playoffs. Who is saying that? Whoa. I mean, Paul asked if we were going to make the playoffs. Yeah, we've had a couple callers. David said we're going to go on a run. I mean, there's people saying that. Are you not I, listening? I have been. I need you to listen. Just no, like the text line, going, I need you to listen. 7 and 10, 8 and 9, 9 and 8. It's not going to be enough in the AFC. It will not. Oh, I don't think they're making Hear the my words. But the, but I, the overall message is possible. right. One game does not completely change everything. But, okay, but if they... Okay, would you believe them more capable of a turnaround... Or basically spinning the season on its head if they had lost today. But what? No. Okay. Well, then they won the game today. They oh, but actually more... were able to execute a comeback. Yeah, and Thereby, more important was that than Mac. Max, Mac did something his haters said he could never do. Correct. Comeback, good team, shootout, all those things, right? Mm-hmm. Remember people say, like, oh, you scored 24, you max done, or like whatever the number was wow. people like to use? They scored nine more points than any other game they had played all year. They like, scored 29 points. How about yeah, that? and they needed to to come back, oh, and yeah. Mac didn't settle for a field goal. He went for the jugular. He won the game. Like, that's a good drive. That's yeah. a great win. You got to do it more. You can't live off it. At two and five, you can't live off that win. No, it's, a, it's, but oh, it's I on feel to better. Miami. 
Do I've not. told you, I'm not a big faith person. Like, just have faith. Sure. That guy will be great. This will have. No, I need to see it. You mean a Can man like. Really? A man like yourself is not a big man of God? No. no. Way. Well, I'm listening to a Bible podcast. It's turning me around. I'm a third of the way through. And I'm reading a spiritual book as well, but nobody really needs to get so, into that right now. But you have to feel driven life. better. Spoiler alert, I have no idea what the purpose is. You have to feel better about Mac today than you did five yes. hours ago. Correct. That doesn't mean he doesn't stink. That doesn't mean. I don't think he stinks. Okay, why? Because he had one good game? No, because I think, by and large, he's been the product of... You ever hear a Jonas Gray? He does He does things the wrong way sometimes. Yes, he's not perfect. He does not stink. You don't make it to the NFL by stinking or being bad at your oh, job. You absolutely can. You can stink at the NFL level after being good at the make college to, level. Okay. Well, thinking about it, don't you think that today, like, the scheme and the offense played to his strengths because there weren't a ton of, like, deep shots or making him do stuff that sure. he can't even yeah, do. He's not it as was capable a the of, play yes. action pop pass to Hunter Henry over the middle. I don't Delightful. know why we don't do it more. And all, But also, guys, at the same point last week, you know, Devontae Parker dropping a perfectly thrown 50-yard pass because it, quote, hit his fingertips. Apparently, Devontae Parker's fingertips are located in the middle of the palm of his hand. Right. Uh, the guy doesn't stink. Is he great all the time? No. Is he the answer? I'm not here to tell you that right now. I'm not telling you that but a single win, his first major comeback and against a good team at home when they're nine-point dogs, that does not a season make, nor do I now say, give him $250 million. I'm just saying that the guy doesn't suck, and maybe something like that can be the catalyst to a turnaround. Cole, Wayne, Steve, Rick, Thomas, don't you guys go anywhere. We'll we get got? to all of your calls. we got five lines. They're loaded, baby, and That's I'm going right. to the bathroom. All right, now you can go use the bathroom. And everyone, you can take a quick sigh of relief. Get a snack. Get a beverage. Come on back. we got lots more post-game show. We'll hear from Mike Cadlick, Christian Fourier, Andy's thumbs up, thumbs down, the Cards for Kids player of the game. It's all here on the table today on a Patriots Victory Sunday, Six Rings post-game show, WEEI. I'm going to get off to a really quick start in this one. Take the hand up. Allen on first down. Uncorks it. Intercepted. Jabril Peppers. The Bills turn it over. First play from scrimmage for Buffalo. And the Pats take over. What end of 80s action movie credits power ballad is this? This is incredible. I love it. It's the sweet victory song they played on SpongeBob. Oh, my God. This sounds like something that would have been in, like, at the end credits of, like, Over the Top or, like, some other terrible action movie. I love it. So good. This is the Six Rings postgame show. Aren't you, aren't you jamming on this? You like this? I like the gummy song better. How many times would I just like? Okay. Six Rings post game show here on WEI. Fitzy and Captain Unagreeable over here, Andy Hart. Hey, I've been happy. I'm in a good mood. I'm enjoying victory. I am as well. Victory suits me. I thought you. <laughs> Save that drop, please, the next time Andy goes off on one of his classic diatribes and negative tirades. Uh, quick Look, tease. Not only will yeah. we have Mike Cadlick top of the hour from mm-hmm. WEI.com with uh, some insight from the locker room, yep. but around 6.20, we are going to have noted Mac Jones hater, 
Chris Shimetime Shime from the Greg Hill Show, who was oh. in attendance today at Gillette Stadium to watch the magic of Mac Jones, and we'll see if he has the balls to acknowledge the greatness that is number 10. How about that? What will the haters what I say? What get from Andy Hart. What will the haters say? We will hear from one of the number one Mac Jones haters himself, my guy, Chris Shime at 620, who was in attendance with his dad today, enjoying a nice football Sunday. It was a beautiful day. It was like an L.L. Bean catalog Sunday out there today. Oh, so yeah. It was a great day to be out there. Fathers and sons. I met fans that had flown in from Ireland for their first game. They're Top flying. of the morning to you. <laughs> you didn't say that to him. That's what they say. Is that what they say? Yeah. And then they grab a Guinness and a bar of Irish Spring. Yeah. <sighs> and they kiss the Blarney Stone. Oh, my God. You are just a brick of cherry gold, aren't you? Unbelievable. Focus. 7.30, you guys. Focus. Oh, I, I... I'm focused. I'm ready. <laughs> I can do this all night long. My blank is ready now, Jack. I'm ready. I'm good to go. What was your point? Oh, never mind. It was a beautiful day for a beautiful it game. That's what I was just saying. It was nice. That some people that, you know, had never been to a game before. I met a bunch before the game were there today, and they saw a victory. That's terrific. Yeah. And there were a lot of Bills fans that you sent home sad. Yeah, and they can suck it. Oh, easy. Careful. No, I don't have to. It's a rivalry. Have fun with it. Oh, you, with what you said earlier. Bills Mafia. The Bills Mafia was better than the Bills Mafia today. So how do you like that? Well, Bill was happy. Bill was giddy. Bill had jokes. His quarterback did the gritty, and he was giddy. One One of his guys... Someone he plucked off the scrap heap, Mike Vrabel, was elected to the Patriots Hall of Fame yesterday. In addition to being an excellent football player and an excellent NFL head coach, he is one of those guys that really bought into and was molded by the Patriot way and helped mold the first half of the double dynastic run. He had a good reason to be in a good mood. He was surrounded by all of his guys this weekend. And then today, he gets his 300th. His team actually looks like the idea and design of what he and Robert Kraft and Matt Groh and Bill O'Brien probably thought this team could and should look like. Whether they play that way the rest of the season, we'll see again next Sunday. It makes Patriots at Dolphins next Sunday more interesting than it would have been if the Pats got waxed today. Oh, absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. And as you mentioned earlier, I think for the people who may have previously booked a trip to Miami long before Mm -hmm. Dallas and New Orleans and all the crap, are, we're probably like, uh, well, at least they don't get a little vacation out of it. The game's going to suck. We'll get whooped by Miami. They could score 60. Mm-hmm. Now they're probably like, huh, wait hey, a minute. Hey, we'll see Yeah, we'll see what happens tonight. Could swing the other way. If they go blow out the Eagles or something, then you might be like, uh-oh. Hey, quick request, by the way. If anyone at Patriots, uh, who we've been giving their flowers today and uh, complimenting them on their best social media day in a while, yeah. at, at Patriots Official, if if I can get in touch with anyone down at the stadium, Please just wear the silver pants the rest of the season. I do not like the color rush all blue. I like the silver pants. That reminds me of the Patriots. I like the road uniforms with the white and the blue pants. I don't like color rush blue all the time. Please go blue and silver pants. Signed, Fitzy, and a lot of other Pats fans. You know who used to really dislike the color rush blue was one William the Conqueror Belichick. Actually banned him for a while. Did he really? Yep. There was a game way back when, you can look up the season, they played the Packers at Gillette. They wore color rush all blue. They lost. They had a bunch of injuries. Stephen Neal got hurt. Oh, 2002. It was 2002. Okay, I'll believe you. The first time they ever Bill thought they were kind of jinxed and banned him for a while. And they came back in like 2018. Now here they are, our permanent. Now the uniform. silver pants. I like silver pants. Don't Wayne and Southie. You're next on Six Rings. What's up, Wayno? Richie, finally, finally. I 
On my mother's soul, I call, I said to my brothers, all my friends, I said, I have a funny feeling last week when we lost. I said, we're going to win this game against the Bills. Oh, we can't. The Bills are all better and worse than us. They're going to beat us. I said, no, 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 no. Belichick's had enough, okay? He's going to make the calls. Mac's going to go where they tell him to go, and we are going to win today. And guess what? We won today, correct, Fitz? Wayne Stradamus, you did it again. And, and and real quick, Diggs, how many games, how many passes did he have today? Two? Uh, Steph, Diggs, Steph Diggs, he oh, had yeah, one touchdown on the day. I believe catches. he caught four passes. But, uh, Wayno, massive drop by yep. Steph Diggs on what could have possibly been Buffalo's comeback drive at the end. Josh Allen threw a 45-yard yeah. seed down the middle of the field that would have put Buffalo on, on the five with three seconds left for a Hail Mary. Don't do it, Wayne. Josh Allen isn't what everybody thinks he is, okay? How many, um, by the way, he's been there now for six years. How many interceptions does he have, Fitzy? A lot, right? Yeah. How many touchdowns does he have? have? uh, No, how many? So you're telling me, you're you're telling me you wouldn't take Josh Allen? Um, I don't know. No, I don't think so. (laughs) You wouldn't take Josh Allen? Why would you say that? No, I said interceptions, Andy. How many? No, 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 no. Are you te- are you he... telling me Josh Allen sucks? I didn't say he sucks. Well, then what's your point? I just said I just said that today wasn't his day. Josh Allen can play for my team any day. Okay, well you can keep him any day. I don't have him. He's not on my team, but I'd like him to be. Wayno, come on! You got what, Josh dude? Allen is excellent. He just tries to do a little too much, but this—he's a really good football player. And we'd be bitching about Diggs if we were in Buffalo. You know, I'm a diehard Patriot fan, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna—you know—find a way to get—you know—make my team sound a little bit better. But in actuality, if they can keep playing like this, remember during the first two games, how many guys were out? By the way, too, there's another one, Fitzy. How many people were out? Like twelve people. For the Did Patriots, we have like twelve guys out. Uh, they had twenty on the injury report no, this no. week. I believe they, they have more listed. out now than they yeah. did then. No Uche today. No Uche. You got Isn't funny Wayno Judon on the sideline th- playing. I said freaking. Oh, thank God, I wasn't sure. Jeepers creepers. No, he was playing catch what with the crowd. Oh Jeez. well, it was interesting. I don't. Hey, listen. Hey, all the all bets are off you today. Hot. <laughs> um, isn't it interesting though? You had no Keon White concussion protocol. Josh Uche, I wasn't exa- What was it? Foot, knee? What was foot, it? He had two. Foot and something. He had yeah. foot and knee foot and knee disease. Hand, yeah. foot and mouth. <laughs> foot and yeah. knee, mouth. They uh, showed four of them. They showed four guys that were out, Fitzy. Judon was and out as well. Yes. And they were all important guys. Of course, yes. but Like Matt the, Milano the main, and Tredidius. The main point, though, Wayno, is the Patriots generated their best pass rush oh, of yeah. the season today by a country mile with all of their best pass rushers out. Yeah. What gives? I think they had a good day. I don't know. They, they had, that's what I'm saying. What gives? You know what I mean? Is this just a, a puff in the wind, or is, are we going to start actually playing like we can play? Wayno, that is the million-dollar question. And, and um, other, the other guys doing. What's your answer? Sure so, Wayno, what's your right? answer? Wayno, i got to catch a commercial break and then throw answer to, for what? The question for what, is this. Andy, for what? Is this a puff in the wind, Andy, as you what? put it, or are they going to start playing this way? They're going to stop playing this way. Right. I want to bet. I think he's got the ball only what Belichick tells him to do. All righty. There you go. Thank you, Wayno. Damn it, Wayno. I want lunch from you. I, I, you're not going to bet Wayno. Why not? For bet lunch. Bet you know some good, like, hidden jewel lunch places. He probably knows a couple of really good yeah. sandwich shops. Get a yeah. good chicken parm. And you know what the key is? What's that? Find a place with a good chicken parm. <laughs> so Wiggy taught me. <laughs> 
The same person that had no idea that pickles were cucumbers. Yeah, but he's an expert on chicken parm. Pickles, not his area of expertise. <laughs> Only here at Boston Sports Original, WEEI. 617-779-7937. There's your telephone number. We got an open line to squeeze you in. When we come back in just a couple minutes, it'll be the top of the hour. We're with you till 730. Mike Cadlick brings you some fresh perspective, some locker room updates, and more from WEEI.com. When we come back, don't go anywhere. The Six Rings Postgame Show on WEEI.